0: Welcome to Manufacturing Tomorrow, focusing on advanced manufacturing innovations, solutions and partnerships that exist in our region now and in the future. Hello there. You're listening to Manufacturing Tomorrow, brought to you by the Ohio Manufacturing Institute at The Ohio State University. I'm Katherine Kelly, your host for this segment. Today, we are speaking with Matthew Roberts, divisional VP of global product development at Abbott Nutrition, an international healthcare company with a presence in over 150 countries and over $22 billion in sales. Building upon the 125 years of innovation at Abbott, Matthew focuses on driving market opportunities across the company's food, nutrition, and well being sectors. This has led to outstanding results for the company's commercial and research functions, where Matthew has led teams that have introduced over hundreds of products to the market. Uh, and in his career, he also has led billions of dollars in merger and acquisition transactions. As a scientist, Matthew is the author of numerous scientific publications and holds four patents. He's in the studio after presenting at the Fisher College of Business Center for Operational Excellence quarterly professional development meeting, and we appreciate them helping to arrange this interview. Matthew, welcome to the podcast. Hey, thanks for having me. With a portfolio of products and diagnostics, medical devices, nutrition, and branded generic pharmaceuticals, uh, pretty much external to U.S. on that last category, Abbott is in a highly innovative and competitive field. How does the company stay ahead of the pack in manufacturing innovation?
1: Uh, hey, that's a great question. It, it really, there's two parts. There's really our vision, really, overall as a company, and then there's also our commitment to excellence. So, you know, our vision really at its base is we want to make people... The healthiest they can be, so that they can pursue what really inspires them. So, really, behind whether we're talking about uh, cardiovascular stents, medical diagnostics, point of care testing, nutrition, established pharmaceuticals, all of those are focused on, you know, really getting people to be the, their healthiest and and really doing what what they need to do in, in, in their lives. And that's from cradle to grave, right? And so, I think if um, if you were to go into any of our manufacturing plants, or any of our sourcing facilities, you would see, certainly on the wall, uh, that, that commitment to that vision. And you would see pictures and stories of consumers all around the world. So whether um, you're in sourcing, whether you're in warehousing, whether you're a frontline leader on the line, you know why you come to work every day. You know that you're you're really there to make a difference in those people's lives. And a lot of people talk about culture and it can be soft and fuzzy, but we really believe it is central to us being successful. So that's, um, that's the first and the most important part of the answer to your question. The second part is our commitment to excellence. So we, uh, for the last 125 years, no matter what business we've been in, we've really focused on having the highest quality standards, well above industry standards, and an uncompromising commitment to excellence. So quality and excellence in the way we work and the way we deliver our product is also something, again, you go in any of those facilities I just mentioned, and you'll certainly see it on the wall. But more importantly, if you were to talk to anybody on that line, they'd be able to tell you how their job and how their work leads to quality and how it makes Abl- Abbott excellent in what it does. So really it's it's those two things.
0: Well, I mean, I can't think of a better way to come to work than all of the, the quality products that, uh, that Abbott produces. I mean, just a partial list. And I know that uh, these products have, have touched my family. Um, you know, Similac, Sure, Pedialyte, Blink Tears, Zone Perfect, the EAS product line. Uh, that comes to mind as some of those successful products that Abbott has manufactured. So uh, other than what you've already mentioned, what do you think is key to Abbott's manufacturing success?
1: Well the 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 other the more operational piece of it is really becoming fast and flexible. And and that implies a certain amount of technological innovation and as well as renovation. So that means new technologies that that can produce things quickly, but that can have rapid changeovers and allow for new product introduction and innovation in the market. So I think the company's investing in a, in a number of technologies to be able to do that. The, s- the second part of fast and flexible is getting more local, getting closer to those who uh, consume the products or services that we offer. And so as an example from Abbott Nutrition last year, in, in one year we launched three new Greenfield manufacturing facilities. One in Jagadia, India, one in Zhejiang, China, and one right here in Ohio in Tip City. And each one of those has a different product range, but really aims to get that, that production, that fast and flexible delivery of product closer to the consumers um, and, and that really enables really all of our processes to be better.
0: And that is definitely a trend among the larger manufacturers. Honda does that. I mean, a number of, of other manufacturers try to make sure that it's it's localized. So, um, so how is Abbott organized? Is are, are the uh, R D departments separate from manufacturing? How do you is it centralized? I mean, how how do you work together towards innovation?
1: Yeah. So, so both uh, so manufacturing and R and D are separate. Uh, parts of the division but really work together like brother-sister cousin-to-cousin I don't know you know whatever the, the right but its metaphor is but it's really uh, like a family metaphor we work very very closely together more or less inseparable structurally each of us have a uh, a regional aspect to our organization three main areas so the the Americas Europe uh, Middle East and Africa and then, and then Asia and so, uh, because we mirror each other's organizations, we have local and regional counterparts that can work together on their time zone, in, in a fast and, and, and relevant way for the needs of, of that particular market.
0: I noticed on the on your company page that 40% of your sales do come from those emerging markets. So, uh, what are the trends in this area, and can you name some specifics in terms of uh, products or services?
1: Sure. You know, one is just a segue from your previous question. Is you know we had three new three new startups, mm-hmm. three new green fields, Two of them, you know, being in in the in that forty percent area, uh, namely China and India. So that's already a, certainly from an investment perspective. Um, in terms of new products, we uh, we're, we're we're very happy to introduce, um, well, a number of new products to China in particular. But we launched a internet uh, product of of Similac uh... and it is specifically designed to go through that distribution channel and we launched that uh, last year in china so we were very very proud of that market entry um... also we introduced a super premium or super super premium uh... version of infant formula. It's called eleva and um... that's doing very very well it's very um... it's an example of a consumer centric developed innovation uh, the, the milk is pure grass-fed cows, has excellent sourcing and authenticity to it, uh, and yet offers all of the sort of the nutritional, uh, both macro and micronutrients that really mothers in China are demanding more and more. So we're very proud of those, those local introductions uh, that, that both R&D and manufacturing were able to deliver. The, um, uh, the second example would be in India uh, where, with our new uh, greenfield there. We had um, uh, uh, Kesar Badam, which is a local saffron almond flavor. And again, a consumer-centric approach, approach understanding what it is that kids really like to drink in in India, recognizing that was a unique flavor in our network, and went through the different sourcing, manufacturing, and quality parameters, and uh, got that out to market um, just late last year. So
0: we're very proud of those. I actually think I would like some of that. <laughs> that sounds good. So, uh, so uh, that sounds like uh, I, mean, I can just imagine the the complex processes that are behind each of those products, and and in terms of development and launch. And I mean, uh, do you have an inside look on on any any one of those, or you know, what 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 approach you do take to to get a product to market?
1: Um, well, again, it comes back to that commitment to excellence that I, that I mentioned to you before. And so what that means is if you took like something like a new flavor there, um, you know, we're going to look not only for it to be a good flavor once, we're going to look for it to be a good flavor consistently from batch to batch, from campaign to campaign, from year to year, so that our, our consumers can, you know, depend on that that quality that, that we're committed to. So with that comes a lot of rigor, uh, certainly on the sourcing side, but as well as on the manufacturing to make sure that, as we introduce new technology, as we make our manufacturing more fast and flexible, that those changes don't in turn, you know, lead to any changes in, uh, in, in that flavor that we, we mentioned. So I think that would be just kind of an example of the attention to detail that we pay uh, both up front as we design the product, but also then on a continuous basis to make sure that as we change and evolve our, our, both our product design and our manufacturing that 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 what the consumer experience stays as good or better than what they've experienced before.
0: So I think in the in the area of healthcare, I mean, and and how complex the processes are, I mean, there there are probably some unique sets of uh, technical resources that that you have at Abbott, and and some needs. I mean, are there any uh, pressing technical needs that you're dealing with now, or, or that you have dealt with?
1: Well, there 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 are certainly always. Uh, technical challenges. I think R&D and manufacturing folks are, you know, have a long career ahead of them. <laughs> um, but, you know, specifically, uh, we see a rapid change in regulations in different countries around the world. And so um, any one change in regulation is, we're, we're fairly well adapted to deal with now. But the pace at which um, the requirements of the market change, and the differences between markets really challenge us, again, on this, on this flexibility piece. So, again, both from the R&D design piece as well as the consistent manufacturing, I think the technical challenge is to maintain that, that quality that the consumer expects but be able to rapidly adapt to both within market and across market
0: um, challenges that, that are due to regulations or consumer needs. So, when it comes to those challenges, uh, do, you, do what partnerships do you develop if you need to move outside of that? Do you uh, ever move outside of the company to address some of those challenges? And if you do, what what types of partnerships have you engaged in? Well, certainly. So,
1: we we have a robust manufacturing uh, group that that manufactures the majority of our products. Uh, like many other companies, we do engage third-party manufacturers sometimes to maintain or augment that flexibility that we need ar- around the world. Uh, so that would be one example of a, of a partnership. And we look at third-party manufacturers differently. Some are, uh, you know, very contractual relationships, and some are much more strategic relationships that, that, that we develop over time. So that would be one example of a partnership.
0: Any university relationships? Yes, we do. And so
1: we, uh, we're uh, uh, members of the University of Illinois where they have a engineering as well as a uh, business collaboration um, uh, group that we participate in. We uh, have a number of other relationships, the University of Singapore, um, we, we have some contracts here at, at the Ohio State University. Uh, there's probably a whole host uh, that, that we, could, we could mention elsewhere. A lot of these tend to reside on the R&D side uh, and then are built into the product design, but a number of those Either contracts or partnerships are dedicated to a design for manufacturability uh, concept, if you will.
0: Could you explain that a little bit?
1: Yeah, so we have a we have a robust design review process. So as the product develops before it's um, manufactured for commercial sale, there are a series of, of get-togethers where people from all different functions participate to ensure that the design again is meeting that commitment to excellence that, that, that we talked about before and a critical aspect is what we call design for manufacturability so very early on we may have a consumer insight that we need to raise protein levels or have a new suite of vitamins or uh, again with local flavors we, we, we may need to introduce these things not all of those ingredients Are friendly to manufacturing or at least the processes that we have now so we want to get as much lead time as possible so that that if if the value is really there for the consumer that we adapt our manufacturing processes or innovate in manufacturing so that we can deliver it to the consumer but it's really through this design review process where we uh, where, where, where we have those insights
0: that's really interesting and Is that pretty much uh, you know an industry standard, or has uh, have you developed your? Has Abbott developed its own unique flavor to that? Uh, well, pun intended. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. We we do try and develop unique flavors. <laughs> uh, in, in, in terms of in terms of process, um, you know, my what my experience tells me is that that processes you really don't want them to be unique. You you really want them to be able to st- stand the test of of time and of scrutiny across industries. So I think if you were to look at our processes, while there's always unique adaptions to our company and our way of working, that, that the processes are built on on robust learnings by the industry. Now, the, 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 what my experience really tells me, though, is it's a discipline to that process, and it's the leadership of the people involved in that process that make all the difference in the world. And again, what I mentioned at the beginning, we are very serious about our culture and this commitment to excellence. And I think what sets us apart in those design reviews or a stage gate process or any other process that we would want to talk about is everyone coming to those meetings knows how they add value to the company, how they add value to the consumer, and they know why they're showing up for work every day. And I think we bring that, that sort of attitude to our design reviews and I think that's what makes a difference.
0: Well, speaking of that, let's uh, shift the attention to you for a little bit. Okay. I got an email from you earlier this week, and your quote, uh, the quote of the month, (laughs) (laughs) was, uh, it seems to be a law of nature, inflexible and inexorable, that those who will not risk cannot win. And that's from John Paul Jones. So I thought that was a good way to start out asking you about your history with Abbott and how did you uh, get to be a part of the country and embodying this culture that you've spoken of.
1: Okay, very good. And um, So I've been with Abbott for five years. Uh, I was hired to um, put together uh, an organization called Strategic Research. And in there, what we really looked for was uh, new technologies, new nutrients that would deliver um, uh, healthcare value that either the doctor or the consumer uh, could see, feel in their lives. we put together a number of really interesting partnerships. We built a new R&D center in India as part of that unit. Uh, that's a collaboration partnership with SynGene, uh, a division of Biocon in India. We put together the Center for Nutrition Learning and Memory at the University of Illinois. And uh, if you want, you can include, there's a, there's, there's a little website which can give um, listeners uh, more information about that. And a series of other uh, you know, partnerships that really were designed to empower and accelerate uh, the innovation that you know the Abbott really thinks is valuable to our consumers. Um, over the last three years, then I've I've been involved in product development, had increasing responsibility there, and so my my current responsibility is all aspects of product development from the product design. We have a group we've put together called Rapid Prototyping. It's a mix of scientists, engineers, developers who can go through many iterations and fail fast and, and early, but the, the winners that come through that process we, we believe are more robust to, to, to make it to market. Um, then we, we have other teams which scale up and demonstrate that the product can be manufactured in a sustainable way. And so that group op- also operates all of our pilot plants around the world. We're very excited. We're gonna have a, a public opening of our newest pilot plant in singapore uh on march 17th we're doing that with the government of singapore and um will you be there absolutely wouldn't miss it for the world uh and so so we uh we we govern those sort of things and then we have uh, another group that's called design for excellence funny enough and they're really focused on how do we support manufacturing how do we link to commercial how do we constantly improve our way of working so that we're more efficient and effective so so right now my my, my responsibilities have migrated there before I came to Abbott a long other career uh, I've been in R&D I've been in marketing I've been in finance but I've always 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 been focused on innovation on getting things of value to the consumer so you know in a nutshell that's me
0: all about being fast and flexible, right? <laughs> That's right, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. So uh, one last question. What would surprise us about Abbott?
1: I think uh, what would surprise you about Abbott is the, the diversity of our approach to healthcare. Again, we have diagnostics, we have medical devices, we have established pharmaceuticals, and we have nutrition. And at first glance, when we want say, why are all those together? Well, again, it's our approach of a holistic view of solving patient or consumer issues, right? And so I think together, I think what would surprise you is that is that, that diversity of that approach, yet how that, all that approach works together for the consumer. So I think that, that would be um, one surprise. And the other thing, if you were inside Abbott, I keep talking about uh, culture and commitment to excellence. You would be surprised. You would be surprised at how much people get that and how much people are committed to doing that every day. I've been surprised uh, coming from other companies, coming to Abbott.
0: Well, I have to tell you, I've been to the East uh, Broad Street campus, and I can definitely feel that uh, excitement and that dedication, even when you walk in the front door. So, uh, Matthew, we appreciate you coming on the show. Thank you so very much. Thank you for inviting me.
1: It's been great.